Wednesday night, uh, people, there's some people that actually think that I was angry about something and I wasn't, you know, I, uh, what I preached Wednesday night, um, the Lord gave that to me on the way to church. And then about 60% of what I shared was inspired. Inspired means it wasn't in my notes and I had no idea I was going to say it. And so, um, <clears throat> you know, it was an answer. People don't understand that there is the love side of God and then there is the wrath side of God. There's the anger side of God. And uh, there are some uh, immature Christians who all they want is the ooey-gooey love side. Um, they don't want the chastisement side. They don't want the anger side of God. They don't want the rebuke side. When they read the Bible, they read it selectively. Um, and so when they read the Bible, they only see the side where Jesus was being nice. They don't see the side when Jesus was going off on people. And the Old Testament will scare you God was going off. He was just anger, killing folk. Just, man, he was off the chain in the Old Testament. You know, and so I had to answer some things. And so, you know, um, let me read the scripture. I'm a, Well, before I make the statement, I'm going to read the scripture. No. I'm going to make the statement, yeah, before I read the scripture, okay? And so uh, so this is going to seem strange, just in case. So the individual and individuals that are trying to send me messages through the spirit, um, as well as through astral projection, as well as you all that are sending me messages saying that it is the Lord, it is not. Um, and so I will have a personal answer for you at the Wednesday night service, which Devon and I will talk about the second stage of the mountain that I am climbing that you know nothing about. And so I am going to warn you again to humble yourself. There is something wrong when you attack a lion and you are a puppy. There is something wrong when you attack a man that has years of fruit on the orchid and you have none compare your personal life to mine I'm not talking to anybody that I'm looking at compare your personal life to mine the Bible says follow those who have fruit whose faith follow so you having a problem with my decision will stop nothing again I've been there done that you'll find yourself in the category of a wolf and the last time I checked, I have not seen any documentaries where the wolf was able to overcome the lion. So I'm going to warn everybody again <clears throat> because I probably won't be warning you anytime in the future because the level of the mountain that I'm on is one where I don't have to protect myself because this mountain is not mine. It is the Lord's. Now, when you bear fruit, then you come and teach me. But until then... You can keep hurling your insults. You can keep hurling your demonic prophecies that you think are God, but they are not. And time will tell, and it will not be a long amount of time. If you think anything about this ministry is going to die or cancel, you will be in a casket first before that happens. There are some things that are too strong. You wouldn't know that because you're going by what you hear and by what you see. There are some things that have gotten so strong, they can't be brought down. So you might want to go get some more witches on that one. And if you can get all the witches and you can get all the wizards and you can get all the warlocks and you can get all the devils, including Satan, 
you still going to need more men. You'll never have enough men. So the day you figure out how to kill Jesus will be the day you might be able to figure out how to kill me. Because I'm one in him. He does not reject me even if I do make mistakes, which I have made. Every man of God makes mistakes. How many of you have made mistakes? How many of you glad I didn't throw you in the trash can because you made a mistake? I was talking to the ushers in the hallway, and they were just, they said, I'm just baffled at people attacking you because you stayed open. I said, yeah, I know. I got people fronting me off on social media, all different type of things because I stayed open. They're not complaining about their job staying open while they're still making money. They're not complaining about the restaurants that they stop at during the day to get some food. Because both those places are much dirtier than this one. And all of the foolishness that you see right now on television with all of the racial stuff going on, I've noticed that CNN has said nothing about them stopping protests because of coronavirus. And some of the very preachers and people who are against us being open out there marching with them. It's okay to march, but it's wrong to keep the house of God open under the direction of what God told me. And when God tells a man a thing, the Bible says, it's two ways. Does the prophecy come to pass? And is there fruit with what God told you? Let's read this scripture. Matthew 11, 16, 19, as the congregation is pulling me in again. To what can I compare this generation? It is like children playing a game in the public square. That's social media. They complain to their friends. We played wedding songs and you didn't dance. So we played funeral songs and you didn't mourn. In other words, we trying to get you to do what we want you to do publicly. And because you won't do it, we will complain. Jesus said, that's how you can explain this generation. And then Jesus said, look at what they did to me. He said, for John didn't spend his time eating and drinking, and you say he possessed by a devil. The son of man, on the other hand, feasts and drinks, and you say he's a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of tax collectors and other sinners. And here's where I fit in. But wisdom is shown to be right by its results. Ah, not by those who are talking. And so anybody that's here, not on the outside, recognizes that while everybody else was shutting down, we stayed open. And the two ushers sat in the hallway and they said, you use wisdom. They said, you didn't try to make a statement. They said, you kept it quiet. While everybody else was going down, we were going up. So the church grew while y'all were closed. We got new members while y'all were closed. The gifts of the spirit kicked in. Now, if you want to stay closed, that's another thing. And then there were some individuals like Reggie and others and even Divine Generations, our sister church. They had to close because of the buildings that they went. That's why they're looking for new buildings because Reggie said, I would have stayed open too. See, so, so again, these individuals think that they are mature to judge something that they know nothing about. You know, and the Bible says, judge it by the fruit. Now, if you look at the fruit of our decisions, the fruit is impeccable. But no matter what fruit you have, people are going to judge you because that's the generation that we live in. 
is that no matter what you do, they're going to judge you if they don't like it. And they play a tune and they want you to dance to it. And if you don't dance to their tune, Pastor Reggie, they're going to talk about you and they're going to uh, embarrass you and, and complain about you on the public square. <laughs> so, generation of complainers. And, 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 and let me say something. And when I make statements like this, people, they hear it and then they say, see, he's just trying to clap back. No, I don't believe in that. Okay, but what I do understand is, is that if you are attacking this ministry and it's of God, then God does not see it the way that you do. He sees you as attacking him. And with God, if you attack him enough, he will answer back. And you will never like the answer. And so, again, it's, there's a pattern with the people that attack us. They have no victory in their personal life. Every time. Y'all, there are patterns that you see after being in ministry for eight years. The ones who are here, faithfully here, give here and serve here and don't complain. I'm looking at their lives just shooting up. I can't even keep up with some of y'all now. Some of y'all being blessed and I'm like, Lord, can I get a piece of this? That's another way that you can tell. Is the preacher rising or is the congregation rising? How many are rising in some area of your life? Look at all these hands. Look at all these amens. And... But I'm wrong. And so again, you will never be able to follow Jesus without dealing with the persecution from the very people in your own household. Jesus' own brothers didn't believe in him. They questioned everything he did. They, and they, listen to what they did. They questioned his motives, just like people are questioning mine. They listen to what his brother said. They said, now look, Jesus, you're doing all of these miracles, which they recognized they were miracles. They said, but nobody, see, they, they didn't interviewed every person in the planet. They said, nobody does these things without wanting to be known. So if you're going to do it, do it abroad in front of everybody. So they thought they were experts on Jesus' heart, experts on his ministry, experts on his miracles, experts on his motives. They don't talk to you. They just look at what you do. And then they come, they surmise a decision based on their own mentality. And sorry. So for all in all, I think I'm going to fail. Before I started the church, the Lord told me I wouldn't. There was a major test that I had to pass. And that major test was to break the strongest negative thing in me. And I passed the test. And the Lord said, you'll make it to the end. So if you're sitting at home in front of your television screen with some popcorn, you might want to go and stack up because you're going to be eating popcorn for a long time. You're going to turn into a piece of popcorn. They're going to start calling you the colonel. Anyway. And see, now I'm in the flesh, so let's get back in the spirit. The Lord didn't tell me to say that. But, y'all, when you, I want y'all to start reading the Bible very carefully. When God would tell leaders to go tell people something, he said, they're not going to listen because they don't want to hear what you have to say. And you tell them when you tell them, he said, don't pay attention to their faces because they're going to reject it while it's coming out your mouth. And people like to use scripture selectively. Selectively. God would never do. God would never do what? Whatever you said God is unwilling to do and what he won't do. I can show you five scriptures where he did it. God would never kill. I can show you 10 scriptures just in one passage where he killed people. 
God would never, people always think, they act like they didn't went to heaven and sat with God for about a million years and he, they know his mentality. They know exactly what God would tell me to do when I'm praying. When I'm praying and asking the Lord, Lord, I don't know which way to go. And what I always say is I thank you for revealing unto me your will. I will obey what you tell me to do. I will tell, I don't always say I'll obey where you want me to go because I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. But I will obey what you tell me to do. And then the Lord will say, turn left. So if the Lord tells me to say, turn left, guess what? I'm going to turn left. But you want to know why the children of Israel? Because some of you listening to me, that's why you keep going in circles. Because the children of Israel never wanted to listen to Moses. They had a problem with what God was saying. And so as a result of that, they traveled around destitute in the same circle. Going, and remember one time God said, y'all been going around this mountain long enough. When will you listen to me? And, and I'm reading Exodus right now. And you know what's deep? Go back and read Exodus. And there were several times that God did this and said this to Moses. He said, the people won't listen to you because they are disrespectful. He said, so I am going to do this and scare them to show that I'm with you so they will listen to you. And God never changes. So again, y'all. So I'm just, you just, you tell, see, there are some people, they just don't know when to stop. So we're telling you again, stop. If you don't like this church, why are you listening? You know why people listening? Because they don't like us, but they know that there's something about us that when danger shows up, I want to stay close enough to them so I can at least hear how to keep myself in safety. But I don't want to connect to y'all. And so that's just how it is. And, and they're going to listen to this and say, see, there he goes again, arrogant. No, you're calling God arrogant because I'm a whole my speech is a whole lot nicer than Jesus. If Jesus speaks. Whew.